Welcome to the 317 Experience, the official podcast of The Exchange. Our goal is to introduce you to a new member every week by sharing their passion and experiences in three key points, one voice, and in seven minutes or less. This is the 317 Experience. Thanks for joining us. Welcome to the 317 Experience. Today we have our education co-chair, Emily Massengale, with us. Thanks for hosting today, Emily. Thank you for having me. So let's jump right in. For those listening, if you didn't know, this year we are focusing more on our education pillar. So Emily, can you share why quality education is such a passion for you? Yeah, um, quality education is a huge passion for me, um, so much so that I have let it kind of drive my um, entire career. Um, I realized that education equity is a huge civil rights issue and that in the United States, the area code that someone is born into oftentimes dictates the quality of education they receive. Um, which is totally unacceptable. And once I started to learn about these inequities, um, I felt really compelled to do what I could and provide um, my time, talent, and treasure into that field and to try to bring it close to that gap. Excellent. And we appreciate you doing that. So as millennials, we tend to be a bit more free and open to taking risk. However, we still like stability. Can you share the benefits of taking risk by sharing some of your personal story about when you left a secure job to open a school? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And I am kind of an old soul in that nature. So this was totally out of character for me. Um, However, what drove me was my passion for the opportunity that was at hand. So um, my background is in alternative education. So not only is equitable education um, near and dear to my heart, the equity of those underserved, especially those who find themselves in alternative settings is um, one of my major passion points. And so when I was approached with an opportunity to design an adult dropout recovery high school and work with those who did not complete their first time around, um, I was really compelled because those are the students that I um, went into education to serve. I really wanted to help those who fell through the cracks and didn't make it through a broken system. So I I thought about what I value and why I was in education to begin with and that this was a once in a lifetime opportunity to be able to do research, put a team together, put a program together to serve these individuals and to give it a try because I probably was not going to get that opportunity again. So um, that's what got me in the field of education to begin with. So I wanted to, to serve them to the best that I could. You're such an inspiration. Do you want to give a plug out to the school? Um... Yes, so my school is Crystal House Doors, which is an adult high school for students 18 or older that want to get their high school diploma instead of a GED. And we have three campuses around the Indianapolis area. Awesome. I wanted to give that plug just in case people um, listening um, find it themselves in that um, boat as well. Absolutely. Yes, we are tuition free and do rolling enrollment throughout the year. So um, www.chdors.org and you can get lots of information. Thank you. And I'll also plug that into our social media. So last question before I let you go, how can some of us who don't feel as close to this education pillar get more involved at the local level, whether it's understanding or helping with policies? Absolutely. I think the biggest thing is understanding before starting to get involved with policy. Um, Education, (laughs) there's a lot out there and 
And even some folks in the state house have been around education for a long time, still, um, you know, misquote what is a charter school and what's a public school. And so I think it's just really important to talk to people in the field, get educated on what is out there, what are policies, what's really impacting kids in the city. Um, if the information that you hear sounds very biased and only supporting one type of education, I would caution you just to check your sources, get other sources, um, and just fact check because there is a lot of propaganda out there um, in the ed world, which, you know, that's not about kids. And that's why we're in the boat that we are in today. So get your information, um, check your sources, um, reach out, visit schools. Find, what are you passionate about? If you are in the STEM industry, um, there's opportunities to volunteer. If you want to mentor, that's huge. Um, so really find what you're interested in. There's board opportunities. Many charter schools are looking for board members. Um, you can run for the elected school board for IPS. There are so many opportunities to get there on the micro level and just volunteer or to do it on a larger level and um, serve on a board. Excellent. So many gems you just dropped. Can I put you on the spot since you talked about the difference between charter schools and other schools? What is the difference? Yeah, so um, charters are public schools. They are um, authorized through one of several authorizers in the state of Indiana. So they are not part of a local school district, um, but they are public schools. So they are tuition free and open to all students. Um, they don't have neighborhood boundaries typically, so they might specialize in different um, areas or, um, you know, focus areas or so forth. Um, and oftentimes are in areas where the neighborhood schools aren't necessarily high performing. Mm. Um, but there's other choice schools as well. So district schools oftentimes have magnet schools which are specialized schools as well that parents can apply to get into. Um, and then there are private schools that take vouchers. So if a family cannot afford the tuition dollars that they can apply and if they're eligible, get vouchers to help cover some of the tuition. So um, charter schools are one of the choice options. They are the public school choice options. They are state funded. They just do not get local tax dollars. So um, local tax dollars that typically pay for facilities and transportation, which are huge costs for schools. Charter schools do not get that funding. So like local tax referendums that go through, those dollars do not touch kids in Marion County that attend charter schools. They only go to the um, district that the referendum was passed for. Wow, it is complex. <laughs> it is. And that's just the tip of the iceberg. Right. Well, we appreciate those gems. You heard it right here from Emily. Before you get into policy, make sure that you know <laughs> what you're learning and um, get informed. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you so much.